Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Petty Little Things with your hosts, Victoria Secret and Davina Devine. Hi, guys. Oh, I said it again. It, oh, doesn't, it matter. doesn't matter. Okay, here we are. It's episode six. We're trying to be professionals <laughs> yeah. and be like, let's say the same thing. But realistically, yeah. we're like, no, we're, it's like our fuse. Oh, my God. <laughs> Coming out clashes. <laughs> <laughs> it's episode six, and we finally found our feet. Oh, my God. Our and little tootsies. I know. I need to get mine a pedicure because they are going through Worn, it. I'd say. They're going through it. Well, listen, we're here. It's episode six. We're coming up now to the end of February. Valentine's has come and gone. Uh-huh. Uh, your tour is nearly at an end. It is. Well, by the time this comes out, it will be. We're, we're obviously a few days in the studio ahead of it. Yes. And I can't wait to just be a lazy... Actually, I'm lazy. Anyway. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> a lazy girl on the couch just watching Netflix. And come here, what's been going on? I like hearing these little kind of international uh, oh. scenes. Just because okay. I know there's always a bit of bits of weirdness that happen when okay. you're travelling around. Well, first off, I broke my toe. Oh, yeah, but hang on now. I've seen this on... And I've, actually, now a few people did say to me, what is she doing putting those toes <laughs> up on Instagram? I actually am not going to, now I'm just going to go there. I thought it was a picture of a deformed hand when Shut I saw up. it. <laughs> no. I honestly, I was doing some cleaning. I, I was doing some cleaning and I caught my toe on the door because I wasn't wearing shoes. Cleaning? Yeah, cleaning. I clean. I clean. <laughs> I have a cleaner I, as well, but I clean too. Uh, and I caught it and it, I heard it oh, crack. I it. heard it fucking crack. And then I was like, oh, maybe it's going to be okay. And I knew straight away. Was it, it broken? Really it's broken. Like, it really? It's really badly bruised. It's really badly swollen. Um, but what about all those amazing dance routines you do? How will you be able to do them? Walking to the left, to the right. <laughs> uh, somehow I have. Uh, the first night I changed my numbers after that just to do a little bit more easier. And how are eating heels? Sore. Like, it's really, Aww. really sore. Like, but last there's nothing night, you can do about that, isn't it? No. No, broken toe. Apparently not. Last night I really wanted to go out after the show, but it was throbbing so much. I was like, nah, I just can't do it. So, would you not do what DJ Cameron does and get the old crutches out? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was in Cork and they didn't the have proper room. <laughs> Plus, it was Tuesday night in Cork, so I was like, I think I can miss this. But anyway, I now that I I, I paid my health insurance, girl. Oh, I paid it. Yeah, I saw that as well. Jesus you were all like complaining Christ. about it because it's so expensive. Like, I don't know how much people are paying. Do you pay by the year? No, yeah, I paid it out in full. And how much is um, is animal insurance? <laughs> <laughs> 
But mine was It's fully comp And mine was I mean should I say Does it? Does it cover? No don't say it Okay Because you could be Some bitch could be ripped off Down in county ballot And go <laughs> backwards or whatever <laughs> And come here Do they cover cosmetic procedures? <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm going to get done Some work done on my face So I'm going to use it And go get my ch- uh, toes checked out Tomorrow when we have a day off where are you going to go? The Leia oh, Healthcare place. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Is it? Oh, I'm not queuing on that uh, no. A&E thing. I'm no. too glamorous for that. Well, hopefully that um, that comes with... Have you lost a nail? No, thank God. Because, you know, like, I didn't want to be gluing more on. <laughs> yeah, we got to imagine just a little French... French <laughs> just a, on one toe. pinky. Uh, uh, we were also on the tour bus again. And, like, to be honest, I don't think I told you this the last time. I, I'm six foot two. And this bus seems to be... Smaller. The beds are much smaller. They're six foot. And it was driving oh, me God. insane. Like, you couldn't kind of stretch your legs? No. Oh, no. But um, and I'm not a good sleeper. Like, you will literally sleep mm. anyway. She would sleep on you if she could. Mm. Um, Have done. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been sleeping in the in the sitting room as well. Oh, my God. And how many people are on this bus? Only six. And there's 16 beds. So it's not oh. too bad. So you could just have a new one every night? <laughs> <laughs> That's like so do that. Why, what are you going to do? Like, piss the bed and go to another <laughs> one? If you want. <laughs> it's all there for the taking. Oh, a treat on a Wednesday. I'm going to piss the bed and find a new one in the morning. Um, oh, that's fun. And what about where... So have you been to any... Um, Weird places? Yeah. Like, I like, you know, when you go to... When it's like, yeah. Say, like, a Tuesday in Burnsley <laughs> or somewhere <laughs> like that. Oh, I'm sorry, you guys, but I'm going to say it. We say were it. in Peterborough. Peterborough. Oh. Peterborough. My God. Okay, a couple of things about Peterborough. I tweeted, because we had a day off, saying, what are we going to do on our day off? Is there anything fun to see? And every single tweet back was like, leave, don't oh. go, don't even stay. And one person wrote, replied saying um, on the tourist recommendation places was the McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Michelin star. <laughs> yeah. Have you tried the new Mac sauce by the way? Because I'm dying to try it. It's the uh, Big Mac sauce but in like a, a tub. Oh no, but they used, they sell that. They used to sell that in um, Max, uh, Big Mac, um, Big Mac, 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 on McDonald's in the continent. You could buy it in a jar. Oh, hold on, where? McDonald's on the, the continent. On the continent. On the continent. You're in continent. <laughs> <laughs> on continent. <laughs> so I'm dying to try that, but I didn't visit that one. And then there was a cathedral. But after you saw the cathedral, that was it. We went to the Weatherspoons for some cheap eats. Mm-hmm. I thought I was taking my life in my hands. I just like to give a big shout out to all my fans in Peterborough. <laughs> <laughs> I love you all. <laughs> all of you with your two teeth. Yeah, nice. So Peterborough was a. Uh-uh. I mean, I'll go back because there's money involved. But uh, yeah, it was it was an experience. Um, even the people there were like, "Why are you guys here?" <laughs> oh my god! I part of me would love to see some of these places, but then another part of me is like, mm, "No." Well, you're a judgy bitch, so you'd be in heaven. You'd be like walking around the tower and going, "Look at her!" shit. And that's it. The the tour is basically over. It's six weeks. It's been, and I'm off for three and a half weeks. I'm gonna. Are you gonna be glad to see the back of all of them? I'd I mean, say I'm, you need a little bit of you time now. Do you, you know me. Yeah. <laughs> you know me. There's a couple of hours during the day I like between four and six on my own uh, in the afternoon. But other than that, yeah, like I want to be in my apartment and just on my couch. What have I? What have I been up to? Drinking too much and making bad choices. I'm going to put that out there. Um. Yeah. Well, I'm always kind of making bad choices week on week. <laughs> and Valentine's passed, so <laughs> why not make some more festive ones? Did you get any weird reactions to our Valentine episode? No, I didn't. Actually, the feedback that people gave was really good. And to be honest, when we record it yeah. I had forgotten how long it had been since you know, I, for, I forgot what I we was going to say we recorded a while ago yeah yeah and then I kind of thought oh fuck what have I said have I said some, I was kind of backtracking you were honest yeah but I was I actually I just c- couldn't remember if there were certain things that I said or if I caught right. you know so I'm so glad I just didn't go 
there. <laughs> I think you went pretty close to there. Yeah, well, listen, it is what it is. It's done now. Um, and what has happened, though, is the government and the election and all that shit has gone down. Oh, yeah. Did you vote? I, I was away, so I couldn't. <sighs> mm. Are you giving me, like, emails right now? <laughs> yeah. Did you vote, Shane? Did you? <laughs> Shane's fucking lying. Who did you? Who did, <laughs> oh, you wouldn't tell me who. Who you would tell? Me. Well, I'll tell you who I voted for. I voted for Alexandra Brooks to win the act in 2008. <laughs> no. Um, so yeah. So it's, the country's in a fucking rag order. Since you've right. been away. Yeah. God do, knows. Nobody knows know what's what, going on. What's going on? Because like I have seen nobody, bits, but no, nobody knows what's going on. It's all kind of up in the air, isn't it? It's like uh, I don't know what's going to happen. But so Christian they have. Going to be able to form a government? What do you think they have until uh, Thursday? which is, we're recording this. Um, and they're going to decide that at your Thirsty Thursday They're show. going to come in. They're going to have a fist fight. <laughs> <laughs> Michal Martin, Leo Varadkar and Mary Lou. They're going to, yeah, they're going to have a three-way scrap. <laughs> <laughs> a winner takes all. <laughs> so yeah, so God knows what's going to happen or what way the country's going to be. I think we're going to go probably back to another election. Um, yeah, but people are saying that. Yeah, but I don't know. I might just really turn my vote on its head and vote the opposite way for the laugh. Yeah. <laughs> you got so passionate about it uh, with this one. Well, I just, you know, fucking everyone's moaning about stuff all the time. People mm. want change, want this. And I also saw what, like, you know, some people that I know, especially friends and stuff on Facebook, have family that are part of certain political parties. And, like, everyone should be able to talk about these things without getting very personal. And especially mm. now, it's like, you know, people saying, no, like actually getting personal about politicians or mm-hmm. it's just no need for it. It's like, we right. can have a grown up conversation about mm-hmm. it and everyone is entitled to their opinion and their view and their vote. So, yeah, hopefully it all just works out. And regardless, like people are saying, oh, well, if, you know, if this party lies to us, then that party's been lying to us and they're not going to be able to deliver on this demands and blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. Like, we're being lied to constantly all the yeah. time. So what's the point? What's the difference in being lied to by someone else? Yeah, I mean, be nice to just have a new face telling lies, wouldn't it, really? I mean, you're lying about being a gorgeous woman. Mm, like. Oh, I am telling the whole <laughs> truth and nothing but the truth, darling. I feel like we need Davina's political corner, like 60 second countdown. No, no, because I, I, I just, I need just snippets. I don't like uh-huh. all these big rigmarole bullshit shit stories um, do you know what else has been going on um, my body clock has been fucked actually as well I mean, my, you're texting me yeah. at the weirdest times yeah. I'm like girl what's going so on so my dog has, has taken to waking me up at half six in the morning to like for breakfast uh-huh. then I've been awake all day and then I'm well, just so you're both hungry bitches then no, I'm, <laughs> no my appetite is very bad I'm a very bad breakfast person I'm not like I like to she's eat. not your daughter I like so. to eat late at night <laughs> uh, yeah so <laughs> you, you only get that now bitch um, what else oh yes and Eurovision time is coming very fast approaching right. we love Eurovision yes Eurovision and the Irish entry this year is a secret it's a closely guarded secret it's apparently an LGBT act is it Donna and Joe are back is oh love going to build us up? Love can build you up. Imagine. Um, we, I don't know who it is or what's going to happen, but I do have an exclusive that um, it will be launched probably at my show on March the 3rd, on uh-huh. Thursday, Thursday. We're going to find out what the song is, who the act is, and they're going to be performing it live for the first time. Oh. Yes. So for all you Eurovision fans... Do you fans know who it is? No, they won't tell me. Oh, okay. I was actually asked to be in the music video. Um, yeah, as well. Really? Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm not sure. Why would they want you? Well, you know, I said, listen, guys, I, as someone who's have history with Eurovision, you know, I just don't think it'd be right. It'd be like having Johnny Logan in the video, do you know? Uh-huh. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So I said, no, I'll have to sit this one out. Um, so hopefully 
it, it all goes. Hopefully, it's a fab. Apparently, it's a very good kind of draggy song. Okay, great. I don't know if it's a male or a female uh-huh. or uh, what the story is. So I'm excited. And Eurovision's always a fun time. It's like the Gay World Cup. So. Well, I played your little Eurovision bop quite a lot while on tour. I know. So you kept sending me tags. I know, because I'm kind of obsessed with it. I feel like it was like a little gem and it didn't get like to pe- the people to hear it. Well, it was like that was recorded like 10, it was actually 10 years ago now. And I like I was totally just not prepared for doing that or, right. you know. Like I'd recorded some stuff with Veda and this was stepping out completely on my own and it was yeah. kind of nerve-wracking and I just... Were you a solo star? I was venturing out. It was like, you know, it's like when Jerry left the Spice Girls. <laughs> oh, no. you think you're like Jerry, do you? Not now. <laughs> Not now, big born bitch. <laughs> um, do you remember when uh, Mel-, Mel C was in Dublin and we were like yeah. saying uh, stuff about Jerry and oh she, like, oh God, I don't know if I should say this, but she had a good cackle at the like yeah. two snide comments we made about her. I have to say when and um, we were we went to Melcy's gig. I have never been so starstruck in my life. Okay, you never shut the fuck oh up. So we went up to her and we were like, "Hi, we're big no. fans." She walked in the back door and I was oh, leaning yeah. on a doorway like yeah. a builder with a drink. It was like like vodka red bull in my hand. <laughs> I was like this. Hell yeah, when he's going on leaning on the door, and she walks in and I I just looked and she just said, "You're right." <laughs> and I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she just went into her dressing room, and I was literally trembling, like the nerves. She was so nice, though. So nice, but yeah. I, I, I remember I just kept smiling at her. Yeah, <laughs> like a psycho. <laughs> right, I was kind of thinking I wouldn't get a word in, anyways. But um, Davina was so starstruck that she said barely anything at all. And then I did say to her, I said, "I love you so much." <laughs> <laughs> And she said, oh, and I said, you don't know what this means to me. And she went, oh, and I, we we took the photo and I, oh my God, I'm cringing now even thinking about it. And then when you took the photo, I said, can I have one just me and you? I know. And I, honestly, I didn't ask for one like that. But I, a little piece of me went, that fucking bitch couldn't me out of the photo. That's the one she's going to post, not the one uh, with me in it. And she kept giving me a hook and I was just like, oh. And I was literally trembling. I could right. feel my fingers like clacking together. Yeah. Oh how does God. it make you feel when people say that to you? Like, I love you so much. You don't know how much uh, you mean to me. Because uh... <laughs> I, I want an honest response to that. Like, because that's what Mel was probably thinking too. Um, well, like, I always think, what have I done? To, like, you know, like, Melzi's had, like, massive success with, like, massive music and all that kind uh-huh. of stuff. And I'm like, why would you love me? I'm like, what have I done? Your like, beautiful tresses. Yeah, but, like, you know, it, uh, and people do kind of say things like that sometimes. And it's, uh-huh. a, it's a bit, like, I just go, oh, thank you. But I feel really, it's, it makes, I can't take compliments like that. I get really uncomfortable when people say things like that. Um. Yeah, but intense. I think we're Irish as well. Like, we're so bad at taking compliments. Yeah, but it's just very intense. I just, like, you know, I, I, I don't I think I just don't rate... I think I live in my own bubble, so I don't think I'm actually doing anything as such. Do you know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. just, like, ticking along. It's like I'm totally unaware of the fact that I'm actually even sometimes on the stage, you know, that kind mm-hmm, of way. Mm-hmm. So I think... It, that's it kind of knocks me back into reality and you're like yeah. oh god like but it still just makes me very uncomfortable yeah it does I'm not good with that me too it makes me uncomfortable too anyway so that's uh yeah, we better shut up or yes. else we won't have time to talk about this bloody feud and i have gotten so many messages that people don't think we're really going to talk about it but we are right we are going to talk about it we're going to and 
Yeah, well, we are going to talk about it. And I've been thinking about it a lot since we actually first, because I never did think that we would be talking about it. I thought it was actually just a bit of a joke. Yeah. So I'm kind of interested to see where this conversation goes. I am shit. So let's just, there might not be an episode seven. Yeah, like I feel like I need a nervous poo straight away. And I was on like the Irish Rail train on the way up from Cork and I was like, there's no way I'm getting this nervous poo out in the train. (laughs) Well, in fairness, you wouldn't in any way. (laughs) Also, uh, we have a very special guest joining us today. She's coming up next after the break. Uh Uh-huh. After the the break. (laughs) One day you guys will have a sponsor to fill a fucking break. But the until now. Yes, we have the lovely uh, Drag Race Season 10. Yeah, Miss Cracker's Alumni, in the house. Miss Cracker is here with us right after these short messages. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you guys, we've got a very special guest in our studio, my Mr. Sister from our uh, her tour all over Europe. And actually, my worlds are colliding right now. My Mr. Yes. Sister from Ireland and my oh. American Mr. Sister. Hello. We've, we've got Miss Cracker. Hi, she's a woman. Hi. <laughs> Lovely to meet you. Actually, Miss Cracker, this is my first time to actually properly meet you. And I've heard so much about you and I've seen so much online. Yeah. So I feel like I've kind of met you before. Uh-huh. But uh, it's nice to actually meet you in the flesh. Nice to meet you yes. too. Yes. And, and, and we're meeting out of drag as well, which is very uh, unusual. Yeah, I'm almost never out of drag, but I've same. just got off the train, same. so I'm just like... I Can was I like, just say that is you both are the exact same about that. You will not see Davina anywhere out of drag. Yeah. And and like I actually said that to her as well. I think you're kind of quite similar in that way. Yeah, I was kind of curious when she said because a lot of the drag race girls, they just literally hop straight out of drag. Yeah. And this bitch here, like she's literally, she's practically not in drag and she's straight back out of it. Right, exactly. So, like, that's, it's easier to get out when you're halfway in, you know yeah. what I mean? So what's your, like, what's your thoughts on that then? Like, <laughs> No, it's very true, but I live in drag because yeah. I, it's so much work to get into face that I want all the attention I can possibly get out of each face. Do you know I, what I agree. Mean? Like I the agree. cab driver, like, sir, please take me back to blah blah. blah you know what I mean? Like, what's your name? <laughs> Mustafa. Oh my goodness. Did people in New York City know what you looked like out of drag before you went on the race? No, absolutely not. They okay. Did not. I, I think that I walked around as a boy a lot um, and was not recognized for a long time. And it wasn't until the show that everyone saw my You my were a superhero face. before the show. Yeah. And like, yeah. And was that kind of difficult or was that odd for you kind of like when you were doing the show to kind of actually show your show your real self as such? Was I was nervous weird? about it because mm. Caitlin and I, uh, Caitlin, my co-pilot here. Hi, Caitlin. Uh, there she is over <laughs> there. We made a, a point of not showing my face because we were all about the illusion. Yeah. Um, and then it was kind of, we were like, what's it going to be like when the illusion is broken? And uh, it was not as bad as I thought it would be. I thought that uh, people would be like pelting me with vegetables or something like that. Like, get your face off my screen. It's horrible. Um, look at her. She looks bad. <laughs> um, but no, it was fine. You know? I feel like yeah. you got like a lot of nice male attention out of being on the show, right? Like, I feel like lots of people were like, he's a handsome boy. I don't, I'm using I don't, boy. I know you're a 35 year old man. I'm a 35 year old man child, you know, to be fair. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I yeah, I got some. But mostly I got weird attention for my teeth because I have bunny teeth. I've never noticed that. Yeah, I have bunny teeth. So there were like whole Instagram uh, pages <laughs> dedicated to my bunny teeth and to my. Oh, I when I smile, I push my tongue against my teeth like this. 
and uh, people dedicated a whole Instagram to just zooming in on that moment. <laughs> and you, you were like so totally that, unaware. Like you just I know. had no idea. Oh my god, that's so And funny. I knew I had bunny teeth. That I knew because I always tried to cover them when I smile like this, like. <laughs> you know, but now they're just uh, the buckers are out. You know? I am gonna watch for that now in every single photo. I am um, after the show when everyone knew what you looked like out of drag. How was that going around New York? Say your hometown that you were able to be incognito out of drag. Oh, when it was ruined, you mean? What was that yeah, like? I mean, I... it's it, it's bizarre because especially in New York City, I love going around, you know, r journaling in bars or in restaurants and just like being. Uh, absolutely nobody um and so that was ruined yeah. i now am interrupted a lot in new york city where people are like well now we know <laughs> it's kind of like pardon the pun it's kind of like how the magician takes the rabbit out of the hat isn't it yeah, yeah it's like yes. your, your illusion that's what we always talk about like i hate to be seen out of drag yep. not that i hate it but it's just like I, it's like the effort and the work and the, the preparation of the character yeah it's just like and then to take it all off with oil and shit you just look <laughs> like you look like a melted candle and it's just yeah. like you don't want you people... look like a melted yeah. candle it is the mm. microwaved version of yourself yeah <laughs> And have you ever seen a hermit crab like crawl out of its shell to another <laughs> shell? Like, Many yeah. times. <laughs> That's what it's like. Yeah, you just feel like that, just like this naked little fingerling thing yeah yep. that's the number one question i got asked about davina is what does she look like yeah. out of drag and, and, and the answer is i don't not much i don't know <laughs> not much not much <laughs> not ted cruz that's for sure but hey um, this is your third time back in dublin and i honestly was afraid you'd never come back because the first time you were here you and caitlin went out to do some photos around the city yes. and do some sightseeing and you had a horrible incident yes, yes. you guys were mugged it was really horrible Caitlin got mugged. It was very hard oh on me. Um, was this daytime or nighttime? It was broad daylight. Oh, uh, emphasis on the broad because I was in full geesh. And um, oh, I was in drag. Yeah, I was in full geesh. And I was, we were near the Guinness factory and we were taking a photo. And Caitlin set her purse down for two seconds. And someone sprinted by and took the box, snatched it, and oh ran. God. And I started going after him in my heels, oh my but I, I didn't make it far in heels on the Dublin cobbles. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I, it was just Caitlin, like, spoke with the police, of course, but I don't think that, you know, we were like, we're looking oh for a God. pale white man <laughs> with off red hair <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and a members only jacket. That's what we're looking for. He's like, well, you found all of them. Here's where they live. Yeah, well, they were in the liberties at the at the time, oh uh, like seeing what the Guinness factory was mm -hmm. like, um, which has so many gorgeous spots to go take photos. But I was like shook when they came back and said, "It would be know. mugged." I just would not think that that was going to happen. And what was in the bag? What did you lose? Uh, money. A lot of money, but she didn't lose her, and she lost her ID, but she didn't lose her passport. Okay, okay. well, that's the main thing. Yeah. Like Aretha Franklin, all the cash in the bag. Yes, yeah, all the cash in the bag. All the gig cash. Yeah. The, the bag has been secured. Oh. The worst part was you having to ring home. Sorry, Caitlin is in the background, and I'm talking to her, but um, having to ring home and tell her mom that, that it had just happened and that your ID was gone. I remember you doing that, and you looked shook. Yeah. I, have, I have a good memory. Yeah. Like... And it hit the headlines. It was like in the newspapers. Yes, and everything. yes so it bad. the Times or yeah. something like that. Oh, right. I remember what it was. But yeah, and, and the, the great thing is that it was out on the internet immediately. Mm -hmm. And um, 
then people brought us all kinds of wonderful gifts and they really gave us uh they gave me a standing ovation during after my thing i think out of support because uh, everyone sort guilt. of knew and yeah. guilt yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I, every time we come back to dublin i feel like there's a really warm reception because everyone remembers that and we're still, just sorry. Like, yeah, still yeah. Yeah, sorry yeah we, we still have that weird like irish guilt we're like yeah sorry yeah so much catholic guilt yeah, yeah. um come here today me and davina are talking about we fell out for two years and it was pretty two. vicious yeah. yeah, but you know those kind of fallouts where you still got to work with the bitch, yeah. and you just got to yes. like coexist together. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's just like it, you go from being like oh best friends to like uh-huh. literally being like we fucking hate each other. Oh, hate, yeah, hate. And um, there's like one main. Uh, like gay bar in Dublin so there was no way around it but no. what I was curious about is because I've always thought about this about drag queens is you are best friends with your sisters you work along your sisters but also you're competing for work beside your sisters mm. and New York seems like the absolute epitome of that because there's so many queens right. um, that come along how was that say before the race in, in New York? Uh, you mean the competitiveness before yeah, the race? I, I can tell you're really close to lots of the girls but also they're like like, uh, we're, uh, lots of girls are waiting for a drag queen to basically die so they can take their gig, if that right. makes sense. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's like, uh, in New York, I feel like in the community, there's certain types of queens. There's the secure kind and the insecure kind. And um, a lot of my friends, I'm the insecure kind. I'm a little bitch. Um, but the f- people that I'm friends with are very secure Uh do you mean the, that really you you be you would describe yourself as insecure would you, like honestly oh like, yeah because I'm queen. very competitive and I'm always looking like what's going on yeah what's, what's going around? on what do you okay. what do you have because I want it okay um, <laughs> but my friends that are coming with uh, to the Palladium um, in a few days now Jesus uh, those are very secure people mm-hmm. and um, even Izzy for I don't know why she's secure um, <laughs> but they know what they do they know that they're going to be booked and they are less worried Okay. Um, and, and that's a really nice thing when you are work with an insecure queen it can just be it can be wild oh, and they'll, you'll just and I've I've done like years of shows mm-hmm. that way, and it's just it's just really hard. And I'll be the first one to say that I am too, so I'm not pointing fingers. Um, but it's just you know from just like playing vicious tricks on each other, hiding each other's stuff, to it just is it can be such a mess. Because you have drag children as such, right? Which is something I do. We've, yeah. kind, we've kind of avoided that in mm. in Dublin. Well, you guys have a, a that's a, because a we have a lot of hostile uh, uterus. Yeah, we have like a weird uh, history here of like you know kind of Magdalene laundry. <laughs> 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 You know, the kids you don't that, want to have a drag daughter out of wedlock. Yeah, the kids that come to our fucking door, right? they need sending back to the home. I almost had a drag child for a while, but then oh, I noticed that makeup was going missing and they no. were just borrowing lots of shit. And I was like, no, this has to stop. I don't want one anymore. No. Not for me. But Definitely. a lot of you queens could use a laundrette. I'll say that. Absolutely. <laughs> I agree. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I know, I know what you're even referencing. I don't even have to know. To be not, I've been trying to encourage them to watch the most miserable... Irish movies like you know Song yeah. for a Raggy Boy I've given yes. them like a little list for, to uh, like have you, have you watched any of these it's, I mean I've watched the what is it called the Magdalene Laundry that's kind of fab I've watched that one yeah I, mean, I don't know if it's fab it's kind of like if Priscilla Queen of the Desert took place <laughs> in like a white slavery orphanage 
you know. But other than that, they're the same. I mean, your your sisters and brothers bought a lot of our children, so uh, yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> um, other than that, uh, you guys made history recently by uh, being the first drag queens to have a commercial on, on the, the Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah. Oh my god! That was yes, that I was saw re- the commercial. Yes, I checked. It was amazing with scary spice. But it was like all kinds of like reality stars. Terrifying it? spice. Yeah, it was amazing. It was really amazing because. Um, all of my big moments for Drag Race season 10, um, I didn't have my phone when something launched or when something was announced because it was yanked from me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but I had my phone on me for when the Super Bowl commercial aired and my phone just blew up in a way I've never seen it blow up before. People right. that I haven't heard from in years or my family or um, old friends would just like were texting me and saying congratulations. And I was like, it was just like such an exciting moment. And I didn't expect it at all. I thought it was just going to sort of just pass. Um, but it was great. It was amazing. And working on it was fantastic with kimchi and we got to, there was a pug, Doug the pug was on set Shut and everything up. like that. So it was, it was. So there was a few dogs in drive. <laughs> <laughs> you can't build a, a house without a few bricks. Um, and yeah, so it, it was just, uh, it was also the most efficient um, filming experience I've ever been a part of. They had everything just down. Right. So yeah, there was never a, a moment of pause. It was all this like slick thing. They they were like sanding bits on the set that I couldn't even see with the naked eye. Everything was like perfection. Yeah, it was budget, amazing. budget, yeah, budget, budget, budget. I'm curious to know how much hummus you actually put away because if anyone doesn't know, Cracker loves a snack. If there's a snack table, oh she's beside oh, it. I love a snack she, too. You do, oh, right? And oh, a dip. I love a, a dip. dip. Yeah, when I saw the ad was for hummus, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, left out a five pound tub of hummus okay. and um, hummus hummus and uh i definitely took it <laughs> and i definitely ate all of it since then so i filmed it in like december and i've eaten so i've eaten in the, in the three weeks that i was home five uh-huh. pounds of hummus <laughs> and on site every time we dipped yeah. a chip in the hummus uh-huh. we would have to get rid of that tub and start anew with a new tub of hummus like um, You've had yeah. so much hummus, you're probably a fully fledged lesbian now. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Chickpeas. Yeah, absolutely. My, my favorite thing, though, about uh, Cracker is that, like, realistically, all she needs to get through the show is just a snack. That's it. Like, oh, absolutely. Some um, performers need, you know, the bottle of champagne, the white curtains, the, you know, all that. We've worked with, like, yeah, some yeah. Oh, mu- musicians that, like, have given us, like, so many bottles of spirits, and then they go in their handbags at the end of the night. Yeah. The only thing that's going in her handbag is maybe, like, a fruit pot. And a salad. And no, that's the five, the five years of hummus. My my writer is um, Caitlin. Uh-huh. Two Red Bulls uh-huh. and a towel for when I spill the Red Bulls, <laughs> and that is it. And then I think recently we went wild and added a veggie plate, and that's oh, it. And that's okay. it. And that's all we want. And because um, we just want people to uh, think that all we need is is just attention. We don't want them to be focused on anything else but just like sort of being there for us and right. giving us these supporting things yeah so we don't we don't want people to be exhausted of us before uh-huh. we even show up uh-huh. so, yeah 
And the tour you're on now, the American Woman Tour. So is this is it wrapping up soon, or are you, have you more dates to go? Or where yeah. are we at? We have one more date tonight here in Dublin, Yay! and they're going to give us a standing ovation for that. <laughs> <laughs> for mugging you. <laughs> they might even bring the mugger on stage. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God, that Oprah moment. Yeah. She's here tonight. She's Yay! changed her life. Oh my God, she changed her life. Oh my God, her name is now. Um, yeah. Look at this mug. Anyway, um, and then on the Palladium on the 23rd of February. That's amazing. That's yeah. such an achievement. It's That's going to be, be amazing. It's going to be really great. And I realized the other night that there's going to be so many people. There's going to be so many people to respond to. Uh-huh. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like a lot of noise and that helps me do a show. So me and uh, my New York City sisters are going to be there. Victoria is going to be there. Who's now my my blood sister. Um, I'm we sorry use the same, <laughs> same foundation. <laughs> sorry so yeah, I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited. Um, there's people flying in from all over. Like people are coming from America and all. I'm not Woo! sure if you're even aware, but that's insane. I'm so excited. And hopefully they don't drop a curtain on you like they did to Madonna. Oh, oh yeah. God, we saw where that led. Um, yeah. yeah, I I, mean, I want them to. I want them to. <laughs> I want them to drop a curtain on me. So I just performed the the last part of it with my head poking out from the bottom. That's all I want to just. You should just bring your own curtain. And drop it on yourself. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> That'd be yeah. genius. Just, absolutely. Just get a shower curtain. Get into Let's Penny's and Primark and get something nice and cheap and be like, whoo, shablam. Yeah. Um, I, I, you've been practicing this all morning and I'm sorry to ask you this now, but Davina, Davina needs to hear it. Um, Cracker has an authentic, when I say authentic, I'm going to remind people of the film Leap Year, yeah. uh, P.S. I Love You and the amazing accents that came out of that. Okay. And Cracker's been practicing her own little Irish twang. Oh. I love accents. Come on, Cracker. Give it to me. <laughs> Some people say I look like my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Do that again. Do that again. The authentic Irish crisp. <laughs> She's talking about Tato's. Tato's. It's like Darby O'Gill and the Little People remake. <laughs> the original Irish crisp. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the worst I've heard. That's don't. actually my Jamaican accent. Really, but I just, <laughs> don't, just don't, tell, don't tell Monet that, okay? Yeah. Oh my god. <coughs> the Irish accent was also invented in America. We do a lot, you know what I mean? <laughs> and when we built half the country, so. Wow, uh, it's true. Right? We did, yeah. Come here, that's it. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. And uh, honestly, the tour has been so much fun with both you guys. Yeah. Thanks for having me a part of it. We really couldn't do it without you, literally. It's not even a compliment. That's just a thing that's true. They love you, Ted. Yeah. (laughs) We love you. We love to cruise with Ted. She painted me in drag and people said I look like Ted Cruz in drag. Okay. People noticed that you look like Ted Cruz. I I also saw a comment (laughs) saying Meryl Streep, but apparently we can't focus on the Meryl (laughs) moment (laughs) for fear I get an Oscar or something like that <laughs> you'll definitely get something <laughs> thank you Sam. so nice to thank meet you, you finally thank nice you nice to meet you and I'll see you at the Palladium Ooh. <laughs> okay Davina you ready well I'm ready as I'll ever be <laughs> here we bloody go actually hold on one sec my toe is bloody killing me at the moment not so fast bitch <laughs> oh no I don't know like I'm a bit distracted by my toe I think I should maybe go to A&E do you not think we're going to be able to talk about the feud I don't think so do you think we'll have to postpone it yeah we should probably postpone it I don't think we should I think okay put your, put your little foot up there I'll give you a little rub <laughs> don't you dare touch my feet you don't pervert worry. I knew you wouldn't let me so I just offered <laughs> Um, I hope we don't spill too much tea because we might break this podcast equipment and then the episode will yes. never come out. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Pipe and hot. Um, I've been thinking about it a lot um, since 
since we first start talking about it mm-hmm. and I actually as I said I didn't think that we were ever going to kind of do an episode about it or talk about it but the more I've thought about it and the more I've kind of gone over some things in my head like it's actually very complex and it's actually a kind of interesting and something topic. everyone experiences I think well not everybody but I think it's it's one of those things that when you do go through it it's it kind of changes your outlook and and it's a big thing I think yeah for for oh. Girl, it's not just a big thing. Like, I've gone through breakups with people. Mm. This was way bigger than that for me. Yeah, I think when you when you have a fallout with a, with a bestie like that, it's it can, because it, it has ripple effects. Uh-huh. So it's like, it's not just kind of like you just stop talking to that person, that person disappears. It's like, you know, you constantly have to deal with people. So it mm-hmm. just never goes away. But I think the kind of, um, the moral of the story, I suppose, is that, even when you think you, you've gone so far that you can kind of br- come back together. Yeah. I didn't think we were <clears throat> going to come back, though. I didn't know because it it was one of those things. Well, let's put things a little bit into perspective. So we'll kind of start, I think, probably where it probably was supposed to start. Okay. And I think, um, like, do you know kind of where it started or how it started? Honestly, Because I'm I sure we both have... also has very different opinions on yeah. how this all unfolded. Okay. And that's, I think why it went on for so long because people are coming at something for completely different different reasons yeah I honestly really had to think because it was so intense that I think I blocked a lot of it out Um, like it was really rough like but I do think that one of the mm. main things that maybe got your backup was mm. that I had started a club night with Jonathan Best called Meat Street. And we had just been talking about doing something together. But we were talking about doing something on a Friday. Mm. And Dragon had closed and I was like, shit, I need to figure out ways of starting to like generate gigs and income and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And also I was moving Dragged Up somewhere. Mm-hmm. And you were not impressed that I had basically had conversations with you about starting something and then mm-hmm. in the meantime planned something with Jonathan. Well, and I actually completely forgot all about that. Did until, you? Until you mentioned it there. Bitch, I could have <laughs> left that one out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to go a little bit more simpler, I suppose, on that. Oh, God, okay. I should let you start. And I felt like, uh, I feel a lot of feelings. <laughs> I'm just going to have a sip of water here because my mouth is parched. I was just kind of trying to simplify because I think about things, you know, you block, you like to try and block things out, but I like to kind of get into it and I like to kind of work it out and figure out why mm. that happened or why I behaved like that, why this happened or whatever. So I need to figure that out in my head logically. Yeah. So I was thinking about it and I remember like it kind of went back a, a lot I feel like at the time I feel like um, we have been so close like kind of mm-hmm. going through our 20s and I think we literally lived in each other's ear we were like on the phone like you know 25 times a day yeah. and we went on holidays together we did everything together right. and I felt like there was a moment where I think for you personally you had some kind of change within yourself where you wanted your life to change or something to shift I think and I think um you know, you kind of start to hang out with kind of different people, uh-huh. like different groups of people. Yeah. And, and I started to feel just kind of like a little bit like left behind or a little yeah. bit kind of like we weren't on the same page anymore. And even uh-huh. though we were still friends, and everything was fine. We were still hanging out. And it just I was starting to feel a little bit kind of shafted. On, on the and then more things kept happening. Yeah. And then things like the Meat Street thing came yeah, along. Yeah, and, yeah. and I just felt like I was getting more and more shafted. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where I just lost it then and Mm -hmm. I was just like hang on a second I've been there Mm -hmm. all the way Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. All this crap. And now yeah. I feel like, you know, when we go out on nights out, you disappear and you'll be with this group of people. And, yeah. and I understand now that it was you wanting to... You know, you just needed to some kind of change for yourself. Yeah. And like, I, I honestly I have all that written down as well. Yes, yeah. I wrote notes because I'm a big nerd. Um, and I wrote that down as well. I honestly, I'm not sure how much you're aware, and maybe you'll definitely relate to this, but I feel that I was definitely a very to go even way back mm-hmm. before this, a very insecure teenager who always felt like not necessarily like they wanted to be seen and drag was a great part of me trying to be visible be visible but then also hide behind it Mm -hmm. too and i realized that i was hiding all of it behind Mm -hmm. drag and i definitely purposely made some changes to go i need to break out from this because Mm -hmm. i feel like i'm still the same insecure person under that and part of it was like you might remember the time i was trying to lose weight Mm. I was trying to work on my uh, confidence and my self-appearance and uh, that was definitely a part of that. I needed mm. to really oh, I know. make an effort. It was... I definitely wasn't aware at the time mm. that you were feeling that way. Yeah, because it just felt like, you know, there was always times when you just, like, I felt like, you know, when, when I've been going through my 20s, I was going through all my ups and downs mm. and you were always there. And yeah. and I felt like you had always been there, like, listening to me and, and, you know, and I've been telling you everything, all my, like, dark secrets and all this kind of stuff. And then I felt like you were having this life or this kind of new life and, and I'd hear things or see things and I wasn't included in any of it and I didn't mm. know any of this. And I was like, I felt like you'd been you'd kind of lived in my ear yeah and i was like i just don't know i just started to not recognize who you were anymore so that just kind of started to push us apart right and then i know you were going through your fitness regime you're like Mm. mr motivator oh i was intense on that like intense and which was which was fine but i just feel like in in one way it was really positive but in another way you were turning into somebody that i didn't kind of recognize and it was uncomfortable for me because i felt like I feel like I've kind of always been the same in that way, whereas I felt like you were changing Mm -hmm. and I felt like we were just kind of going off track. Mm -hmm. But then, do you remember when we went on the Drag Race cruise? I mean, honestly, I was trying to think about this because... This makes me laugh. I'm afraid what's going to come out of your mouth because the the Drag Race cruise 
was very strange. It was very intense because we were stuck on a ship. Yeah. And it was like... In the it was same room. When tensions were just just starting to boil over. Right. And we had been, just to give you guys some context, um, we'd been essentially hired as like Irish hosts so that we were mm-hmm. to encourage Irish people to come on the cruise. And we would be there as those delegates. Yeah. So we brought our drag. We got hopped on the cruise. We were very excited about very it. Very excited. And we met all the Irish people that came on the cruise with us. Who we still know. Yeah. And we're all kind of hanging around together. And then when shit started to hit the fan, the Irish people on the cruise were like, what the fuck is going on here? Because we oh were starting to just like, there was a couple of nights, I remember. So there was these parties on the ship. There was yeah, like three I remember this now. Themed parties. <laughs> there was like a black party, a white party yeah. and a masquerade party. Yeah. So we, we dress up and we do the event or whatever. But then one of the last ones, I was like starting to get ready. And, and I was like, oh, why are you not getting ready for the for the, for the night? And she's like, yeah, I'm not going to do drag tonight. And I was like, we're on a drag cruise with these Irish people. Uh-huh. We have to get, this is why we're here. Yeah. What else are we going to do with the same fucking people we're looking at day in, day out? Yeah. And I was like, okay, she's abandoning me again in this situation. So I was yeah. like, why right, fuck this. So I got, I said, fuck this. I got into drag and I was determined I was like going to have the time of my yeah. life. Which you did. Which I did. And then I was like, so I'm going to give you a little bit of the cold shoulder. Uh-huh. But it's still like, still be talking. No about girl, like, it was the full oh. cold shoulder. It was the <laughs> okay. full. Like I may as well have been on a different uh, boat completely. Okay. And I do and remember. We were sharing a room, a fucking gorgeous room by the way. It was lovely. Um, and I remember going down to the like the bar area and we were with all the Irish people and I was like, let's do shots. And we were like standing around <laughs> and you were glaring. It was like EastEnders. You were glaring at me through the crowd and you said, uh, you you said, why are you not talking to me? And I was like, I am talking to you. And you were not talking <laughs> to me. You were totally ignoring me. And you were like, me. you keep giving me the evil. So I was like, I'm not giving you, I was like, I'm not doing anything. And he, he, you said, you know what you're doing. You know damn well what you're doing. And I said, I'm not doing anything. Oh my <laughs> we God. We drank in for lines. I'm, I, when you want to put an aura out there or a vibe, you very much do, girl. Okay. And I felt I will take that. That, I that will was take really, that. honestly, the beginning of it. It was. And, and, and there was, the, I mean, that kind of goes back to that. There was something in me that I was like, I felt like I needed to, yeah, be a drag queen, but like needed to exist outside of doing drag as well. Yeah. And that is something, I'm not sure if you feel it, I felt that you struggled with a little bit. Yeah. Because well, it's also... it, it, it kind of... It was like, maybe felt like I was like dissing mm. drag in a way, but I just felt like I needed to exist mm. outside of it because my whole world was drag. It was yeah. literally, that's all how I existed. Yeah, and I, I, I suppose part of me was that my whole world was kind of drag as well, but I was kind of okay with that. Yeah. You know, it was like, yeah, and, totally. I, and I think, but that after that night in the bar was so funny. So I was obviously sending out the vibes and I remember going to, I was like totting off as a, you know, pretending there was no issue, but there was an issue. I was sending out the vibes. Yeah. Would you remember when I went into the ladies' toilet? Yeah, I so kind of I do. was wearing this kind of And like, you needed help to get out of your costume. Yeah. So I I had this like black kind of like leather kind of katsu on. God, your memory's good. Oh, well, I just remember this. Because it was bitch. so funny. And I went into the bathroom and uh, I asked one of the girls in the toilet to unzip me. And you came flying into the ladies' bathroom. And you were like, What do you think you're doing? Blah, blah, blah. You're like literally like kind of attacking, basically. And I said, yeah. I'm not doing anything. I'm having a lovely time. Yeah. But I knew what I was doing. I was. Yeah. I knew I was pushing. Oh, the I was seeing red at that point. Yeah. And then. Uh, and you said you're you're trying to turn them against me and you're doing this and I was like I'm not doing anything I'm just sitting yeah. here having a few drinks but I I'm, I knew what I was doing <laughs> I knew what I was doing and then uh, I said to this woman excuse me could you help me zip this up and you said oh good luck zipping that back up <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god, I love me seeing red. That's right? And you went huh, and stormed out. And the woman said to me when you left the bathroom, "Who is that person?" <laughs> and she said, "She said he's an awful mouth on him." <laughs> Correct. Correct. And I said, "You can say that again." And that was the, the that was the cruise. I think then when we came back, things had definitely shifted. Yeah, they had. And I think, you know, I just said, "Listen, if that's the case, if you want to have, you know, your space and do that, I was like, then you do that, because right. I don't want to be around." Oh, you gave me the space. You definitely yeah. gave me like a, a, like a, a whole football field of space. Yeah, because I was just like, if someone's gonna like, I had felt like I'd been dragged through for so long, and I just uh-huh. thought, right, I need to just right. step back. I, only thing I'd say is that I thought that we also went through a change where we both wanted different things from a night out. And yeah. Now, actually, even more so, we're we're so like different in terms of mm-hmm. our, our night uh, night at night out as well. Like, girl, I am ready to go to bed at two a.m. Do you know what I mean? I'm only getting started. You're only getting started, and then as well. I definitely did make some new friends and I really did try and bring you in to that as well. But I think because of whatever else was going on, mm. you were like, fuck this. Do also, you know what I, mean? I will say, and, and you know, in my not defense, like in your defense, as well as this, like I have a very high expectation uh-huh. of friends uh-huh. as well. So I think when and I do remember you kind of trying to involve me in that. And I remember just like it just that wasn't enough for me. Yeah. And we went like, on holidays with those people. Oh my god, that's so funny that they're gonna hear this. <laughs> maybe quit that <laughs> No, they won't care. Fuck it. Uh, who was that? Uh, like, uh, oh, I can't even remember. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. We went to like um, I some. I, I think Madrid or something. Oh my oh. god. And you hated Madrid. That I was part it, of it. Yeah. So you were I literally. I was in bed. I'm like nearly were, fucking like red mist coming. You were a miserable zone. cow on that trip. Like, yeah. oh my god. Like it's just. And then you were like, no, I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> See you no. later. I was like, I just have, I just have kind of high expectations from people mm-hmm. that, you know, sometimes aren't very realistic. I, I do know that about myself, but, but, but that's another part of the reason, which is fine. It's like, but that's part of this is the fact that we have different, um, I don't know, different kind of... You connect with people that I will never connect with mm. and I connect with people that you'd never connect with as well, mm. but which no, we I, probably didn't really I realize. think, I think that I don't, that's unfair. I think... Like I connect, I can connect with a lot of people, but yeah. it's like whether I want to continue that mm-hmm. is like you know, right? But I think uh, what then happened was so funny. Like when we had to work together and oh all this. God. Like when it actually came down to it, and when we actually physically weren't talking, and we have a, we had a very I'm, close. I'm, knit. I'm not talking at all. Like no. zero communication. We had a very close knit group of friends, mm. and we had our drag sisters that yeah. we worked with, the George and stuff like that. And and when we were doing shows together, and just be like, you know. Literally, like, I'm if she's on the show, I'm not going to do the show, or yeah. if she's there was a little bit of that going on for a while. Well, not for me, I definitely probably worked a little bit less that year because you definitely were like, I'm not working if she's working, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you're uh, probably more indispensable in Dublin than uh, I am, so uh, thanks for that. Uh, but it was very very hot environment like yeah, you know it wasn't like, nice you could sit in the room and anyone that doesn't know that george has a big dressing room but it can fit six people painting and generally like a show might have six people on so we would sit opposite sides of the room and we would <laughs> not look at each other at all and if davina was having a conversation it would be not directed towards me at all like everyone else could get involved but i was not invited into that so then i would be like sat beside God love her, Dolly. Like I normally subside Dolly. So then I had to make as much conversation with Dolly as you I could. You became very close. <laughs> you became very close. Yeah. So um, I know no thing. I now know things about Dolly that I never thought I would know. <laughs> um, and then when we weren't around each other, I mean, like as well, 
we weren't around each other. That was Toasty too. Well, I remember. Were you hearing things that I, that I said about you? Because well, I tried not kind to. Kind of, but I do remember just going back when we do were when we were oh, yeah. working together. I remember when we were kind of forced to work and we were doing like say like um like some of the pantos or some of the like yeah. group things. I remember if we would all have to come together for like kind of like a little production meeting, Rehearsal. we would all rehearse sitting there te- discussing the concept or whatever. I used to dread them. And yeah, because I I'm very now I don't like this about myself, but at the same time, it. Listen, it is who it is who it is. Yeah. Uh, and I like, you know, if I'm not talking to someone, I can easily kind of ice them out. Yeah, you're you're good. At it. I'm good too, I'm though. Very good. I have to, you are very yeah. good. You do it in a more subtle kind of way. Yeah, my energy is harder yeah. to read. Yeah. I'm just. I'm a bit more like. Everyone in the whole room knows it. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's like Frost. I'm like fucking Elsa in Frost. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember we were doing, I think it was like the. We were doing some kind of. Oh. <laughs> I think it was Romeo and Juliet I think it was yeah, yeah. it was because it comes with marriage equality and you were playing the prince yeah. and somebody said yeah so like if you could just kind of wear something a bit kind of royal and I said she needs a short wig <laughs> like a short short wig really short short wig <laughs> and I felt like it wasn't being heard and they were like yeah I'll get a short wig and I said no like really short it needs yeah. to be like because I knew she'd look terrible in a short yeah. wig <laughs> I have a lot of face I need a lot of hair so there was a lot of that kind of shit going on that yeah. was just like when I think back now hilarious we still yeah. we still joke about short short wigs oh we do oh we do uh, just in terms of like the things that, one of the things that still makes me laugh internally was something that you said I was not in the room uh, you said to someone Oh, fuck her. So she's just like uh, Joan from MCD now. She's a booker. She's not a drag queen anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. She's trying to even say I'm not a drag queen anymore. I'm just a booker. (laughs) But like of all the things, Joan from MCD. Oh, my God. Poor Joan. (laughs) I think that was around the time when you won the Entertainer of the Year. Oh, did that rot you, by the way, at the time? Because you had won the year before. Yeah, but then I realized... I, well, I shortly after winning that, that, you know, the I won't kind of go don't into it. Don't say it. I won't say it, but I just realised kind of, awards really don't really mean that much. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll just say that. Uh-huh. And uh, so I didn't. And I, 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 part of me, I think because there was times when, you know, when things like that would happen and you'd kind of like, you kind of miss being friends. Oh my God. There was and so then, many things I wanted to tell you, you and I, I couldn't, couldn't tell you. I know, but you couldn't go back on it because you were like, I was right. too far gone down uh-huh. the, and then also the thing that really pissed me off about it was that there was other people that delighted in the yeah. fact that we weren't talking. They dined out. And yeah. people, especially like the certain queens, whatever, that would come up and they would say one thing to you, one thing to me. Queens that you would think that kind of had your best interests at heart. Uh-huh. Like, Excuse me. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Um, and they would basically kind of um, like wind you up or kind yeah. of like, you know, and especially I can be really riled sometimes, like yeah. if if the trigger's pulled in the correct way. And then and you will go off. I will go off. And I feel like there was a lot of that going on. And um, with certain people, which ironically now we've kind of re- we realize how and who we're saying things for what benefits. Yeah. Um, but then people used to come up to me when I was on nights out and say, like, they'd say to friends, oh, my God, are you team Victoria, team Davina? Shut up, did yeah, they? I swear to God, yeah. <sighs> or they'd be like, tell us what's what's going on now. What's like basically right. kind of. And then other people say, oh, really wish to be back friends together. And I'd be like, no, yeah. it's never going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, when uh, like one bingo, I went to the bar during like when I was like off for a second and a customer said something to me um, while I was there. And I, I found it really hard to talk about. Like, I really did. And I don't know what was going on at that time. But bitch, I broke down I don't cry I broke down and I had to go out to the you know the back of the cloakroom um, to the back did he call you Joan from MCD he didn't (laughs) and I just stood there bawling my eyes out and like 
don't even know why I was crying like for that specific reason but it was just like at that moment it was too much and I was like like fuck you like this is none of your business either do you know what I mean it was it was hard because we used to have so much fun and it also yeah. as I said it affected all of our other friends and, uh-huh. and it had a big knock on effect and we did do like you know and I will say just I'll put my hands up like I did say awful things about you awful I, I have did a, say I awful have an internal list that I won't be repeating today I did say today. awful things about you but the, uh, but the ultimate thing was I didn't mean actually I didn't mean what I was saying because it was just it was my hurt I yeah. know that was she just she has a razor fucking tongue like razor I have I have um, and, and I and I, I do and I, I really regret that but, but at the same time I know it was just my hurt yeah, talking yeah. I get that now like uh-huh. and, and but I do remember when we were kind of cl- coming close to the end I remember um, some you were on stage I think at Bingo one time and I'd had a few drinks and I was feeling a little bit nostalgic and a little bit kind of like I felt mm-hmm. like Mm-hmm. You know, I was opening up possibility to maybe yeah. talking again. Yeah. And so I think somebody was laughing at you. Somebody was like giving you grief from the audience. They were literally pointing at you. They were right. saying something. And I remember I fucking bolted across that. I leaned over that fucking rail and I grabbed him by the scruff of the neck. Do you remember that? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I nearly fucking killed him. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's. Right, that's friendship. I was like, yeah. because yeah. that's the kind of shit. I was like, okay, we kind of need to put this aside. Yeah. This, I, it was just pointless. It was actually pointless, and you kind of just start to think all the time that we knew each other and all that history can't just mean nothing. Nothing. Well, like I, I kind of feel for our friends to be honest a little bit because there was so many social engagements where it was if she's going, I'm not going, mm. or if we both went, you'd sit one end of the room, I'd sit the other end of the room, yeah. and those poor fuckers had to decide where do we sit. Like we sit and by her. it wasn't just like oh we'll sit there. There was sit there, and there was like. Venom Don't you sit with her <laughs> like, <laughs> It wasn't just like Oh we'll just sit there And it'll act like It was like It could have kicked off Any oh, moment time, right And it kind of was Kicking off every now and then But like And then being on the pride floats Do you remember like For those yeah. two pride years Where like You know That truck was not big enough For the no, both of us You were down one end I was down the other And I remember like Kind of Every now and then I'd like glare over And I'd be like Oh yeah, she thinks she's having loads of fun over there while I'm having great fun over here. Oh, I was having great fun. <laughs> and also one thing that really fucking annoyed me, but I was so uh-huh. happy when it happened when we were fighting. Do you remember you had that Thirst nightclub? Yes. I she had launched thirst. his Thirst nightclub in yeah. in Saturday in Cormac. Yeah, in Temple Bar and I was fucking fuming because I was like, my club at night is called Thirsty Thursday. Okay, wait, wait, just pause that for a sec. Your original show was called the eleven o'clock ish show and you were like hashtagging hashtag thirsty. Thirsty Thursdays every now and then, but it was okay. not called Thirsty Thursdays. Okay, well we can agree to disagree. <laughs> and you were sure that I had like we had about thirty names for that club, and I just sent them to Corey. He's like, Thirst is perfect. I was so like, that. Day for I was like, well, I didn't even know. I didn't even know he was involved. So I was just like, Oh my god, I was fucking livid, and I was effing and blinding you to fucking everyone. I was like, That fucking oh girl, oh. I heard it all. Like, but then I was like, Oh, but then the opening night. Yeah. comes yeah. and what happens <laughs> so we were open an hour and can I just say like the club was a little bit cursed like fucking hell we had we were almost sold out and we were open an hour and I was thrilled I was like wow this is going to do well and then we had a power cut <laughs> was that a tongue pop? Yeah, it was a very dehydrated tongue pop. Have some it was, water, girl. No, it was venom, girl. Uh, and everyone had to leave, and then five hundred people were down in a queue for the George and to go see Davina. And I have to say, like it. Oh my god, victory never tasted so fucking right. sweet that night. I was you now the grin was my face was hurting. I was grinning yeah. so much, but it, it was those kind of things that were just like. The energy and all of that is Uh just so fucking draining and it's so awful and it's just like it was a real life lesson 
I just never want to go through that again. Oh, ever again. With anyone. And I just, I, to be honest, I just don't think I could even, I don't think I have the energy in no. me to do that again no. with somebody. Do you remember uh, your birthday? And I made this huge collage of photos um, of like us over the years. And it was very pointed. It was like, here's all the times we spent over the years posted fucking everywhere, even though we weren't talking at all, like literally not at all. And with a, like a, a, a sarcastic message attached oh, to it, being really you, like... Don't even uh, really like happy birthday babe happy birthday babe love you and uh, you just totally all I got was like that was it <laughs> do you know what was so funny as well I was getting like messages from like even Shangela and her friend Junior I don't oh know if you gosh. got these going why are you and Davina no longer friends anymore is everything okay because we've hung around obviously a lot with yeah. them and we were the best of friends hanging around with them and they were like is everything okay and I was like I can't talk about it because I don't like to get oh, into God. it like I can't talk about it leave me alone but then yeah like it, listen it, it, things go on but I think that ultimately it, we just kind of had a moment where I think I don't even know kind of what made it just stop I oh, yeah. I think personally for me I and you know if, when I've fallen out with other people before there comes a time when you just you stop hating oh, <laughs> you yeah. just oh, it's, I the minute you stop hating yeah. is the minute you're kind of like open to whatever happens and right. I felt like I just had to hit that moment where I had no more venom left to spit right. and I had I just was exhausted by the and then I kind of just started to look at what we'd missed and all the kind of t- yeah. just how ridiculous it all was do you remember me calling I think it was like about a year in I called you and asked you to meet me in the George and we sat upstairs because oh, it was yeah. closed mm. you could barely look at me and I was like I like I really feel like we can overcome this and you basically said, well, I don't. In so many <laughs> words, I don't. I'm done. Like, totally done. And I thought we'd be there, like, hashing it out for maybe, like, half an hour. Girl, we were in the George for maybe five minutes. And I... all the staff were, like, staring at us. <laughs> the management team were, like, walking past. Because the whole building fucking knew. Like, actually, actually, oh, they don't work there anymore. But I remember mentioning something to one of the old bartenders. And I was furious because they said it back to you. But they twisted it and oh. sat, made it sound really bad. And I was like... Fucking shit stirring bastards. See, there was a lot of that going on as well. But I do at that time I remember I just I felt like you you still didn't see my point. I right, I probably didn't. And and I think you'd come I just in, wanted to move on from you it. just wanted to move on yeah. and I needed to I needed to you were like, I don't want to talk about it, I don't mm. want to go over it. and I was like, yeah. I need to go over all this shit yeah. because that's what I, I remember you saying, Well, do you know what you've done? And I was like <laughs> I was like, No. Well, do you know what you've done? <laughs> no. Well, I, I'm so gonna use that again. <laughs> <laughs> but what actually did bring us back together, and I'm not sure if you will agree, is Girl, everyone wanted to book us at Pride. Yeah, money. Every <laughs> company wanted to book us, but they didn't want to book us separately. They were booking us, going, Oh, I'm going to book Davina. Mm. And I was like, Oh, okay. And they were saying to you, Well, I'm going to yeah. book Victoria as well, and you both can do it. And the first year of Pride gigs, we did maybe about five or six together. We worked bloody hard, mm-hmm. and we definitely were just playing nice we weren't mm. getting on but we were playing nice and actually you did an Instagram or a Facebook live uh, from um, oh, what's it called LinkedIn and my mum watched it and she was like how come you weren't in that inst- uh, uh, oh. Facebook live she's cutting you out <laughs> and I was like oh my god mum I didn't even notice that myself like but that's how it is we were working at the same event but having like, yeah. two different experiences but because we worked together so intensely that um, that week we softened to each other yeah yeah. And it kind of went from there. Mm. But do you remember how we actually... I actually... That's one part I actually can't remember. Because I, I do. Oh so we were in the Georgia. It was a, a Sunday night. 
We both got out of drag and we were down at the bar. And you just turned to me and you said, we need to put this aside and move on. God, that was very grown up, wasn't it? Well, I mean, it's it's not in your car. No, I'm just kidding. And I... I don't remember that at all. Girl, we were hammered. No, and hang on, know, no, hang on. You were probably way more hammered. Girl, than... speak, don't no, speak for just me. I don't get crazy like that when I'm drunk. Okay, we can go easy on the crazy, right, for a start. <laughs> but when I say the floodgates opened, do you not remember this? The floodgates opened. I couldn't breathe. Oh, I remember you cried. You hugged me. Because yeah, she was so embarrassing. I, <laughs> I couldn't catch my breath. It looked like I'd hit you. <laughs> I couldn't catch Which I was close to. You were kind of doing that there, there. It's fine. Yeah, it's stop fine. crying. No, you said, let it out, let it out. It's <laughs> fine. You're cringy, bitch. And so I cried and I cried and I cried. And that kind of, wow, that was it. That, that was, was kind good. of it. Then yeah. we just acted normal. And then slowly we've like... We went from acting normal mm. to like, you know, like making contact. I do and like think that normal. things kind of shifted very quickly from there. Yeah. I do think because because when all that sh- bullshit is just kind of cleared out, yeah. it leaves like, there, there is a, such a strong, like real connection there. So I think it just kind of naturally <coughs> went back to how, yeah. not how it was, but it was, it, there was just, the, the, all the history was still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was really good. And I think the, the message, because this is what I've thought about the whole thing, is the whole message is that we can... Um, Overcome anything. Sorry, <laughs> you're flicking your mouth. I was like... No, Wait. I'm like scratching yeah, my nose. I think if you're in a situation with a friend that you maybe haven't spoke to in a while or, you know, if something has happened, like life is short. And, mm. and when you go through something, when you actually love your friends or like... I think it is, you know, it takes a lot to just kind of get over it and move on. Mm -hmm. And it's so much, it's worth it. It's just, yeah, like life is short. Yeah. That's one thing that we do know. And I think when you have connections with people, you should kind of cherish them. And that's ultimately what it's about. It's about going through the bullshit and coming out the other end. Yeah. And I think we've both grown sounds so wanky to say that. No, it's true though. It's like you have to. so much from that experience. And I think honestly, what it has enabled to do is both live our best mm. lives as ourselves as how we want to yeah. but manage to still have that friendship and keep yeah. the other person happy and also what it's allowed me to do is actually just to be still quite nasty to your face <laughs> <laughs> well bitch I'm going to say a thank you as well because I had to motivate myself to work harder because we couldn't work around each other yeah. so if it wasn't for that I probably but wouldn't the, be, have been producing as many events yeah, as I was but the irony of it is as well is that we actually work really well together mm. so the, the, the that's the whole shtick isn't it really it's, it's kind of hilarious mental yeah. um, absolutely mental and there were some people that really were trying to get it to finish yeah. sooner like I remember Shirley trying really yeah, hard there was her. and you know listen we got there in the end but what I would say to those of you out there if you're in a feud with somebody that you're really close with and you had a lot of history with just think about building that bridge yeah. Brick by brick. Even Slowly. if Davina's the ogre underneath the bridge. <laughs> True. <laughs> okay, I think we kind of did it. I think yeah. We spoke about it. And it wasn't as bad as I was expecting because I thought I was going to well, absolutely hide under the table after two minutes. Yeah, no, and I was just aware that, uh, you know, I didn't want to go in. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, listen, I need there to be an episode seven. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, oh God, yeah. That, honestly, uh, for for people that think we've spoke about this properly before, we, we kind of haven't. haven't. No, which is bizarre in we've itself. Always, and I think to be able to make jokes about it and make light of it is part of the way of coping with it. And uh-huh. and it still is fucking hilarious. Hilarious. Me, you know. Okay, I need a minute and a cup of tea before we talk uh, about the rest of the stuff in the show. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, we're back. We hugged, we kissed, we made love, and yeah. here we are. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Makeup sex, you guys. Uh, we um, are going to go straight into our Rodders of the Week. Davina, who have you got in your Well, oh my list? God, every week, this is probably one of my favourite parts of the show. <laughs> I actually have two Rodders because I couldn't decide on, on one. Okay. Um, now Shane, you might actually kind of relate to this. Not relate as in you'll be the Rotter, but so... I have been at a few parties as of late. Uh-huh. Um, I love going to parties with like strangers and randomers and kind of talking to them and hearing about their lives. And But I have been hadn't had a very bad run lately of being with parties with typically, I'm not going to generalise, but straight lads. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> that are either DJs. Okay. Play the guitar, are in some shite band. <laughs> or have some fucking useless talent that nobody gives a fuck about. Right. And all they will fucking do at said party is talk about this. Like literally will make till your fucking ears bleed. Uh-huh. And they'll f- literally talk about talk about this one gig that they had like in the last two months. How they fucking wrecked everyone's head with their real heavy house music that the club never <laughs> even wanted. They literally like or they'll they'll make everyone at the party turn on from like hits that everyone. They'll listen to some shite acoustic fucking track at a party. Nobody wants to fucking hear. Uh-huh. Just like so self fucking indulgent. Yeah. And ruin a whole fucking party's worth of entertainment and crack and fun. And it has rotted me <laughs> now. Like, I mean, there's two people in particular. It's got me over the last like couple of months. And do you know, do you know these, these kind of people that I'm talking about? Indulgent pricks, right? So, um, they have really rotted me. Okay. Because, listen, if you were that fucking good, you'd be DJing every week <laughs> with your fucking <laughs> shitty music shitty, taste. Yeah, it's like, keep it to yourself and not everyone's. And also, ask other people at the party, like, what do you do? Where are you from? Yeah. How about, what's your fucking name? Yeah. Like, so rude. <laughs> so, they have rotted me and they could just because I've heard they literally take up so much airtime. Yeah. love the sound of their own voice talking about their shite tattoos talking <laughs> about the, like no and I tell you now literally I gave one of them what's for cut okay. it right down I wouldn't say he'll be talking about his guitars and his DJing so Can much. Can we clear up though? Are you saying straight lads is your rudder of the week? <laughs> no, no. I said a, 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 a niche. A, a, a niche type. of straight They know exactly okay. who they are and they're usually like, you know, they're not these young kids. They're like they're like they're pushed. They should have a bit more sense. <laughs> kind of like almost like you know already failed DJs, already okay. failed musos. Uh-huh. Like nobody gives a fuck. What makes you think people in this fucking room at this party give a fuck? Oh Jesus! Nothing. We don't care. I do hate when a guitar comes out at a party. Oh, it's though. like no. Oh. It's just like it's not acceptable. No. It's, and I like in the right in circumstance and situation. Yes, that's fine. Yeah. But don't make everyone. Like listen to your crap. Don't listen to your fucking singer songwriter at right. six o'clock in the morning. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Not Any happening. Britney. Yeah, it's about Britney. Um, so that was so that's one of my rotters. And the other rotter uh-huh. is, can we please stop over airbrushing our photographs? How dare you look at me when you're saying <laughs> that? <laughs> fucking animation face. Yeah, like everywhere you look, like people with the whitest eyes going and mm-hmm. the teeth gleaming you see them from oh I know who Pluto. you're going for like are you for <laughs> real I know who she's talking about like come on like I'd seen more uh, fucking reality in Who Framed Roger Rabbit <laughs> do you know what I mean like <laughs> and that's quite fitting for that too yeah. actually <laughs> so yeah so they're my two hours of the week and I've just I've had my fill Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about, Shane? You know these. Oh, yeah. You know exactly. Poor Shane is like the, the third wheel in this now. <laughs> Sh- Shane would be used to these 
now in, the, in this business. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mine is very simple. It's Taxi Man, full stop. I have had my fill of them. We have been traveling with uh, 14 suitcases and they are the most precious bitches going. They don't want to bring you around the corner, even though you've got 14 bags. They're like, where are you going? Uh, those suitcases can't fit in my bag, in the back of my car. Um, they just are obnoxious. And then if they do take you, I have to sit there and listen to them talk about themselves. Mm-hmm. And uh, they want to know what I do. For, oh, I hate being asked that. What I do for a living. And I'm like, shut up. Just take me to the place yeah. and let me out. So I am sick of it. Because even last night in Cork, I was like, how are we going to get back to the hotel? None of these taxi men will take all these bags. They all just were refusing. They didn't Wait, care. Why? Because we had so many bags, like 14 bags. And like, there's only six of us. So okay. unless we get like six cars, mm-hmm. how the hell are we getting back That's but i have money and yeah. i will tip you if you if you oh, provide absolutely. good service i am not stingy and uh, actually the man that just dropped us the studio today was so rude about the bags oh i was like God. don't tip him a penny yeah and i had given money for tip as well and but no they're all they're always saying that there's not enough taxis and like you know there's too many taxis in dublin blah 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 right. you can never get a cab when you Ugh. want they are the worst 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 anyway. and actually all the taxi men at houston <laughs> station were like where are you going before i got in I'm yeah like, well see i'll tell you what you do there girls this is the trick yeah if someone says where are you going you say somewhere really far like port marnock or you say something <laughs> and then they get they let you in as soon as you get in you as you're getting close to where you're living obviously you make sure it's on the route yeah say, oh just anywhere here it's fine <laughs> that's what you do that's how you get oh, them oh i'm so stealing that that's I'm how you do that. that and we're like port marnock babes yeah real far. make sure it's on your route so they have to okay. drive like your way home yeah and then just say oh actually do you know what i'll get out here yeah i thought you were going to port marnock well you taught wrong <laughs> <laughs> you vicious bitch um i got some people to send in some uh, fellow feud kind of suggestions or things that they did in their friends when they weren't talking to them and some people send in some really kind of silly funny things uh-huh. uh, one guy said that when war used to be on he pushed his friend down the stairs oh my god and made her think that she'd fallen oh my god were you ever tempted to push me down the stairs when we were fighting Mm, you'd be a big push <laughs> if you like that scene in Indiana Jones you oh, know listen, there's a pair of us in it you are no tiny Tim okay uh, also um, Fanula J who oh, does yeah. the who does the podcast here she sent in saying that um when she was in school, one of her friends they had a big fight, and one of her friends deleted her other friend's Bebo account. <laughs> oh my god, I love that because yeah. you'd have built up all your friends and your gorgeous pictures. That's a good one. Um, a, and a fellow, um, well, I'm trying to say without outing the person. Okay. Somebody who works in a gay bar has said that they got their ex barred from said venue. And when the person came to, to the bar, to the venue to come in, they caused such a ruckus at the door, they made it look like it was their own fault. Oh my God. Imagine doing that. <laughs> that Imagine. Well, she knows who she is. <laughs> what else? A lot of people had, oh my God, someone had hooked up with my friend's twin brother when they fell out in third year in secondary school. Oh my God. That's a good one. And let me see. Oh, this is a, this is a juicy one. Uh, when he fell out with his friend, he put his number up on a gay hookup site, his Love phone that. number up, but put up for some weird kinky shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And yeah, so you're all actually horrible bastards all that we horrible. love you. There's an awful lot of people who've just slept with the person's boyfriend and one person said that they slept with the person's dad 
<laughs> I want that full story, like I absolute. Um, can we do a call out to Vina because we're working on an upcoming episode about yes. catfishes? So we want your juicy catfish mm. stories. Um, if anyone is even willing to come in and talk in the studio, we'd love to have you. That in. would be pre- preferred if you could. Yeah, yeah. We'd like to have a few stories. So if you could mail us on our email, which yeah. is pettylittlethingspod at gmail dot com, and we can change your voice if really needs be. I think so. I think I just said that and didn't check. <laughs> can but we I feel do like change? we can? Can we change someone's yeah, voice? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll change your voice We might make you more feminine Or more masculine It'll be a surprise You might even sound like Shrek By the end of it Like those apps on Instagram Make it sound like Ariana Grande <laughs> Grande Whatever Shout out to Ariana Shout out to Ariana Any gigs Any gigs Oh god Okay That's the end um, That's it I think that was good I feel like someone needs to be paid uh, 100 euros for that session I'll take that You will not take that How dare you <laughs> That's going straight in my bra That's been very cathartic Yeah So we'll be back in two weeks with more um, yes. So I figured out now that people do need to leave reviews because if yes. they leave reviews um, on Apple more people will see it mm. so please do go on there and only nice ones because I know some rotted bastard did a low review because I've looked and did when they? I find I actually I know who it is I'm just oh. being real I know who it is I'm going to get you bitch oh yeah well I just I say thank you so much everybody for listening and for all the support and all the messages that we've been receiving it's actually been amazing and we're, I'm loving doing this personally so yeah. ultimately I think we'd love to be doing it weekly yeah um, just we'll sort out our schedules and um, also it. if you've got suggestions of what we'd like yeah. uh, from an episode send that into our email as well uh, and lastly because we are saleswomen of the year who remind you that our pride party tickets mm. are on sale uh, for Vicar Street Kim Woodburn Mutia Buena from Sugar Babes the lads from my grandmam going to be a kick-ass party it sold out last year and already 50% of tickets are gone so don't leave it too late yeah to we're not them. actually bullshitting we've done really well considering we, right. we launched so early and it was epic last year so don't be disappointed so and don't be trawling the streets pride yeah. not knowing where to go yeah. get your tickets it'll be well worth it and there's more you. still to be announced too so we're excited about that thank you very much lovely Thank you chatting to Vina. and like listen if you're in a feud remember one thing get over it <laughs> and stay petty stay petty <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.